Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adelaide. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. I'm a thing, Brendan Decker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Transport inside. Here you are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to a Tuesday on a snowy day in the internationally known Dudes of Ringside podcast prediction show. I'm your host, Joe. Well, full gear. I did feel ge- What? You didn't say full gear. What did I say? You said for just prediction show. It is a prediction show for full gear. For the internationally known Dudes of Ringside podcast, I'm your host, Joe Pitha III. And now from a very snowy metal mountain, it's the happy himself in the middle of the mosh pit, the metal geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going? What, one quick thing before we get started, Joe. A big congratulations to Billy Starks for making it to MLW today. And- oh, my God. I know. I, that's why I reposted it on the Jutes at Ringside page. Dude, once again, Billy, I know you won't be watching this. Probably see this like tomorrow morning. Congratulations, Billy. You are, we're so proud of you. Uh, you, we, I geek, it's so hard. It's, we're yeah. so proud of you. Hey, Mima Mania, welcome in, brother. Like, I'm so, we're so proud of you, right, Geek? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so proud. Yeah. I mean, not only that, she's also going to Japan to wrestle Yuka Zakazaki, which is, I thought she was already only, there. I think she might have wrestled there, but anyway, but still, that's still freaking awesome. You know, Joe? Yeah. All right. So we have we're gonna do a prediction show, but we didn't come alone, Joe. We got some panelists with us today, right? Panelists, panelists, panelists. yeah. So let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest today. She's one half from the Peaches and Power Bombs podcast, Miss Majestic Marie. Hi everybody, uh, how's it up? going? Welcome. How's it? I'm feeling very peachy today, as you can see. Yes, I love the colors. Colors, Duke, the colors. I'm colorblind, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Love that commercial. (laughs) Makes me want to go get a, makes me want to have a peach sundae so bad. (laughs) A a peach milkshake sounds really good, yes. Yeah. I can go, there's an ice cream place by me that has really good ice creams. I think I may have to see if they have peach. There you go. Mm-hmm. He comes. Who's who else is Uh-oh. in the waiting room? Oh, we got uh, our other guest today. We got Mr. Ryan Dust from uh, Dusting Off the Ropes podcast. Oh, uh, where is that me before I shaved my shaved got rid of my mustache? That, I need to steal that banana. And like, if, if I forget and I have to go to the bathroom, I just stuck his stick at my hat and glasses on. This is my seat. Come on, man. You know, I told you you can't sit there. You can't sit here. Okay? My time. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Is this Triple H right now? My time. No, I'm not the game. You're the right. You're the guest. I'm the guest. Time to play the game. 
Welcome, Dustman. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Yeah. I'm here, and no, I'm not Bray Wyatt. I I, I look like Bray Wyatt now. I almost got the beard, but I'm not Bray Wyatt. It takes a lot of talent and a lot of time. (laughs) It takes it takes a lot of talent. I don't know how to do an Italian accent. Yeah, that banana had a good Italian mustache. So did you? No, no, say don't say it. So did the banana. There you go. I said it. The banana. Why did I feel like there was there was a wrestler that was like the banana? But we know there's a maintenance oh, guy. No, that's a hot dog. There's a guy from Cap. That's a that's a uh, maintenance guy. And then I found out there's a handyman wrestler. Handyman. Yeah, named Diego. Diego. Why not? We gotta get these guys together somehow, Joe. Diego, go go go. No, literally, I have to show you after Instagram, guys. His name is Diego, and he's like, like, there's Dora, and then there's Diego. We get it. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, that, that was a copyright. I, I don't. If you don't, do you smell the copyright strike from a, now? From my. Do life? you smell what the copyright, copyright? is? Crooked. <laughs> I see the lawsuits written up as we talk. <laughs> all right, all right. We we got a prediction yeah, show to do, so okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Geek says enough of the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're gonna go for our first match. Um, I don't know what the first match is, but we got no particular order. But we got everyone loves the acclaim versus Swerve in our glory. For the tag titles. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who who wants to go first on this one? I'll say. Um, which where everyone? When do you guys want to go first? Doesn't matter. I I'd say leaders first. You know? Yes, that's what I was about to lead into. Yeah. Okay, so this looks a little weird. Um, well, not weird. I I guess I. I just the way they put it together was weird. But with there being a rift between Swerve and Our Glory, like, Swerve is 100% heel. Keith Lee is kind of like, okay, we're in a tag team. This is cool, but I don't really like what you're doing right now. I don't, I don't know what to do type thing. And, of course, the acclaimed is just full-blown baby faces at this point. They have the titles. They had their big moment at Arthur Ashe, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool moment for them. I would not take the titles off of the Acclaimed so soon. So I would say them and then, like, the official split if they're going that way with Swerve and Our Glory as a result. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't think it's time to take the titles off the Acclaimed because they, they just won the belts Arthur Rash a couple of months ago, and this is their this is kind of like their first big defense that they're going on pay per view. So to lose it right after they won it, it's kind of a would be kind of a disappointment. So I mean, I kind of see, I kind of see a, a Keith Lee and Swerve match in the future, maybe set up for Revolution or the next pay per view. Hmm. I. I think I'll let Ryan go next, and then I'll go. 
I mean, with the recent actions of uh, Isaiah, uh, Swerve, Strickland, you know, it, it's like how uh, Marie was saying, uh, it seems like, uh, I always call him Swerve because that was his name. Uh, no, I call him Scott. I think of Scott because that was his name in WWE. Strickland is like a full-blown heel. Keith Lee is a face. I don't think they're going to coexist with each other at full gear. The acclaimed are on a roll, you know, and I think the acclaimed are going to win. Especially with Billy Gunn on their side, I think they're going to win. And not to mention, they're so over right now. So, I mean, they can't lose the tag titles, you know what I mean, right now. Because that yeah. would be a big disappointment. And that would not be a good look for the company if they just lost the tag titles. Because they're selling tons of merch also. So, I mean, it wouldn't look very good. So. It wouldn't look very oozy on their part if they got rid of the belts. So, so it seems. So, yeah, I think the acclaim's going to retain. Wrong. Because they're right near their hot. And do you really want to cut, like, all that's, all those sales on the Scissor Me Daddy t shirts and Scissor Me Mommy t shirts? Like, <laughs> if they if they don't have Scissor Me Mommy t shirts as well, you're in trouble. Because this lady <laughs> would say, not daddy. <laughs> Scissor me child? No, that'd be horrible. Yeah, d- no, please don't. No. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Little kid hands in the corner like this. The no. only way that I would see them actually putting the titles back on, on uh, Swerve in Our Glory is if Keith Lee actually went full-blown heel along with Swerve. That would be the only way that that would work. But I still don't think it would work because the Acclaim are so on fire right now and I, I wouldn't drink I wouldn't put that fire out quite yet. Definitely. A Keith Lee heel turn would be interesting though. I would be that would be different. I would I would Has he been heel yet? No. No, no not in AW and wrestling in general. Well I, I don't, don't know so. but not not when he was in NXT or on the main roster. Wrestling's a weird wrestling's a weird bird these days. You think you're gonna come out the curtain and be a good guy and the crud person boos you and then the person backstage goes check. Got it. Writers, do it. <laughs> Boom, you're a heel. <laughs> and the match everyone's waiting for. Wait. Um, we got Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose. Cause mm. Jade Nyla Rose is claiming She's the uh, TBS champion right now, but everyone knows that Jade Cargill's still the champion, so she's walking around with the belt. So, what do you guys think on this one? Mm. Mm. Who's next? Who wants to go first? I mean, well, I, Ryan, I, you I wanna go first. <laughs> Ryan. All right, hold on. Eeny, mini, mi- okay, me. Uh, so, I think Jade Cargill is going to win 100%. She has not been defeated by anyone. I do not know if Nyla faced her before, but if she has, then history uh, will likely repeat itself. Uh, if not, then I think Jay Cargill, you know, she has faced some of the toughest uh, women's wrestlers in the world. 
You know, it's going to be very hard to dethrone Jade Cargill. And quite frankly, I don't think anybody's going to take the title off uh, Jade Cargill in a long time. I, 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 I completely agree with Ryan. I say Jade Cargill's retained this one. But, you know, who is going to who's going to really defeat Jade Cargill? That's the big question. Who do you guys think is going to be the one to dethrone Jade Cargill? In our I personally think it's going to be Storm. Her name is Storm, the one that was, uh, she just came to AEW. What's her name? Tony? Everybody. Yeah, I think everybody's starting to like on Tony, so I think maybe she could do it. She's the champion right now. She's the uh, AEW women's champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she seems like a up-and-comer that I think the fans have been getting behind. So I think they may say, they're pretty opportunity. Somebody else, I don't know. There's, there's two picks I have to dethrone Jay Cargill that they haven't done yet. Chris Statlander and Kylon King. I could definitely see Chris Statlander. Yeah. Chris, you know, those are the two that, that come to my mind right now in AEW that could definitely dethrone Jay Cargill. Who do you get? Who do you guys think? I really I said, don't know uh, as far as who's going to dethrone Jade. I said Chris Statlander. That was that was my number one. Uh, I really or Britt Baker. Britt Baker can challenge for the TNT TNT TBS championship. Time I think of TBS. Go ahead. So every time I think of TBS, I think it, it should have like a person laughing on the side of the belt because it's supposed to be a comedy channel. So it should be co- TBS. It's not a joke, but it's a serious time. <laughs> like, you say it's a joke channel, like second Comedy Central. So, all right, sorry. That is okay. Ever so spiffy says she's got I Nyla. Don't, I don't want to attack this too much because one of the pet beef peeves that I always have with the AEW women's roster is that they never give them any storylines and that usually if they have a match on the pay-per-view it's very random. It's like, oh, you and you go have a match. No build-up, nothing. So at least they tried here to have something. And I like the fact that that Nyla's personality and her sense of humor um, has come out a little bit with this, and, and that's fine. She's a very likable person, but... It's just the way it's, it's come off has just not been very captivating, I guess. And it, it it just hasn't really worked. So I really don't care too much about this match, honestly. And, you know, Jade's going to win because, you know, they had Nyla being beat up by 80-pound little girls, you know, there at the beginning. So... Jay Cargill is going to win. She's also their kind of like their like golden goose or their big horse right now because every time I look, they show a commercial, she's on it or she's always doing something big for their promotion. So if you take that golden goose and take away that that everything they're giving her, then you're going to lose your goose. You're a big, you're a big money maker. In the women's, di- I'm not saying there's like the other women in their division are being money makers, but like Jade, every time you turn around, they show her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they take yeah, yeah she's thing. on. Yeah, go ahead. Another thing is, is that most of this has been on Rampage, and not a lot of people watch Rampage. Like what, three hundred thousand people watch Rampage, and that's about it. So it, it, 
and I'm one of those people most of the time, unless one of my favorites is having a match. So it's like, if you're not watching that, you kind of miss everything that they're doing with with these two. So you're like, okay, well, why should I care about this? Because it hasn't really been on TV, even though it, it has, but no one really knows that it has. So. <laughs> Yeah, Mimia says Soraya's gonna beat uh, Jade. That's a good pick right there. So, yeah, I think that too. Yeah, I would, I would be very scared for Soraya to get in the ring with Jade right now. Oh uh, yeah, that me makes too. Makes me really nervous. Yeah, because yeah. her neck is her neck still is her neck one hundred percent or is it still like? Well, it, she's been cleared for anything she's not going to have any restrictions or anything but that doesn't mean that there's not anything there that could go wrong in an instant you know so yeah and and luke says i think uh, uh hater will beat uh tony storm and tony will beat jade in the for the future to the tbs championship that could also happen too you know yeah See that happening. This match I'm actually looking forward to. This one's going to be a really good one. We're going to have Jungle Boy against Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. So we're going to go with Joe now because yes. it's it's Joe's yes. turn. So it's all Joe's turn. I think uh, right now I personally am going with Luchasaurus because it seems like. He's having the upper hand. I, I think maybe he may win this match, but it may come in some uh, Christian may turn on him and he may be by himself at the end of the match. But he'll just who just starts with Christian. I know, but I, yeah, it's Christian. You <laughs> really can trust Christian. His face, look how he looks in the background. Guy. Do you trust well, that face? Do you trust that face right there? Would you trust him with your pets? Would you let him babysit your cat or your dog? No. Come back and see. He's like, where'd your dog go? No. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him with my dog. No. I'm. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna have to say that Jungle Boy is gonna win this match, and finally, and he's finally gonna get his hands on Christian. I just think. I just think that a steel cage match. Is a way to end a feud, and then hopefully we're going to set up for Christian versus Jungle Boy in the future. So, but you know, right? Or... All right. Yeah, I see. I see Luchasaurus winning this. Um, I don't think Christian's going to turn on Luchasaurus because that would make Luchasaurus a face again and he's already turned from heel to face back to heel and then turning him face again that would be like four that would be like even more than the big show you know so that's like four turns in like what four months yeah uh, that would be a little too much so I I think that he's going to stay heel he's going to stay with Christian he should stay with Christian if he's going to be a singles person he needs someone doing the talking for him because all he, then all he's going to do is roar in the microphone if he's by himself you know that's not compelling so yeah keep christian with him christian can talk 
talk for him and, and keep that going on. I think that's a good combination. Um, but I see Luchasaurus winning because, you know, the the main goal is to have Christian versus Jungle Boy. That's the match, right? Mm -hmm. But Christian can't wrestle right now because he's injured. So we have to further this out a little bit more. So, you know, Luchasaurus wins this match, in my yeah. opinion. With this match, it's it's not Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus. This is Jungle Boy Jack Perry against Luchasaurus. This is a whole another side of Jungle Boy that we have not seen before. He wants vengeance. This is he's not versing any ordinary opponent. He's versing his former friend, a friend that he's been tag team champions with. Right. He has, and also alongside his former best friend is somebody who basically was almost like a like a father figure to him and basically turned his back on on him saying all this mean stuff about him you know obviously jack perry has not forgotten what uh christian has said and also have has done and especially luchasaurus of turning his back on him i think jack perry is going to win tomorrow and i think we're going to see the fire within jack perry come out tomorrow and he's going to be absolutely uh he's going to absolutely destroy luchasaurus in that steel cage because yeah. as history shown in pro wrestling size doesn't matter hmm. ray mysterio has become world champion you know it doesn't it's Rey Mysterio has you know put on some great matches as and has come so close to the likes of Big Show, The Undertaker, you know all those names. But the thing about Jack Perry is that you know this isn't Undertaker or Big Show. These aren't our legendary names. This is Luchasaurus, also somebody who he's known. So and also since he's known him, he knows his moveset. He knows what he's expecting. He knows what like you know what Christian can do and what he can say to Luchasaurus. He knows what he's expecting. With this new side, Jack Perry, he could have a whole new, new entire move set. He could be, you know, he could go instead of you know some high flying moves. He could be more, you know, punching and everything. You know, th this is going to be a brutal of a match, and I think Jack Perry will definitely come out on top. Yeah, totally. Oh wow, we got some we got some uh, familiar uh, people in the chat for you, Marie. Yeah. Hi, Alma. Alma, welcome. And yeah. Vinny, welcome, Vinny. Yeah. So Jack almost says that Jack Perry for the win, B ninety. So. And Luke also says, "I got Jungle Boy because Lucas Luchasaurus is injured." Hmm. Yeah. Is that some breaking news in the podcast you know, cake? I don't know. I don't see that Luchasaurus was injured. I know Christian was injured, but you yeah. know. Jeez, if that's like that, the drop of them like flies. Gee, oh my goodness. <laughs> that, but yeah. So, but I 100% agree. I think Jungle Boy has to win this match to get to Christian. So, I mean, it doesn't make doesn't make Luchasaurus look weak though. But you know, and another another favorite one of our matches joe right now we're gonna go into it it's the fatal four-way match for the ring of honor championship right now mm. we got 
Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho versus Claudio versus Sammy Guevara. Who's your pick? Oh man, I got one that I would. Uh, people are automatically going to push the boo at the sound effect. Everybody's favorite, and everybody's every fan, AEW's fans' least favorite person. I got Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Or the one. I don't know. I I don't know. I kind of. I mean, I feel Jericho just won it, but if Sammy Guevara does pin Chris Jericho, you could definitely see a Chris Jericho Sammy Guevara feud and say, "Look, I won the belt," and Jericho's all mad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it could start a rivalry between Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. Jericho is retiring. No, what? this is retaining. Retaining. I think it says retiring. Like, wow. No. That's sad. So my whole life would flash before my eyes. I'm like, Jericho, no. <laughs> Who think about this match is that all of these guys are great wrestlers. You know, it's not like oh, it's it's not like oh, this guy has a big chance of winning. No, every man in that match has an equal chance of winning, not just because of the odds, unless you're doing Scott Steiner math. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but all these guys have equal amount of talent in that rank. So, with this match, I'm going to give who I think will win, who I want to win. Who I think will win will be Chris Jericho. You know, he's had a legendary career. He's definitely got he's definitely got some uh, skill left in the ring. He definitely can put on some good matches. He definitely can come out on top. Um... But also with Sammy Guevara in the match, who knows what can happen? You know, Sammy Guevara could help uh, Chris Jericho. You know, there could you, you never know what there, there's a plan in place. This could be a two on one on one for all you know. Who I want to win is Brian Danielson. Brian mm-hmm. Danielson is one heck of a wrestler, who uh, who I've admired growing up. Who I've who in the first WrestleMania I ever watched one in the main event you know this guy has been up and down you know he we thought he would never wrestle again and look at him now you know it's remarkable of how far this guy has come and now he's in AEW wrestling for the ring of honor championship again you know he's been in ring of honor before he knows how prestigious that championship is you know he definitely will go all out for that championship no pun intended but you know it's I think Brian. I hope Brian Danielson wins tomorrow. But who I think, I think Chris Jericho will retain. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it, it's probably going to be Jericho. Although the Sammy, the Sammy prediction is interesting. That 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 would spark my interest a little bit more than just Jericho winning again. You know, that would be like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. This this is pretty. This is pretty cool. Um, And that would get them away from the JAS, getting away from this never-ending cycle with with the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Because it seems to me that this feud has just been going in circles, and there's no end in sight. There's no reason why they hate each other. There's no reason why they're fighting. There's no in goal to either team winning so it's just been going like this you know it, it started with eddie kingston with you know in his feud with jericho and he calls in a favor with moxley 
that's how it started. You know, they didn't start, okay, I'm mad at you because you did this to, to us personally. Like, this is what happened. It was, it started from a call in favor. So, I just feel like they need to get away from that because it, it feels pointless at this, at this point. And I'm just like, okay, you know, let's move on. And I'm one who likes a long-term storyline. Don't don't get me wrong, but it's got to have a purpose. It's got to have a reason for it. And the the, the whole monotonous thing, it, it, it's just done. I, I want it to be over. And so Jericho is my pick. Um, I, Danielson, I would really love to see him win too. But if what I think is going to happen in the main event, it really wouldn't make sense for him to win this match. So no. No. But also, I have to ask you, uh, Marie. Do you think that if if uh, Sammy doesn't pin uh, Jericho, do you think there's a small tease of Jericho and Sammy having problems with each other? Or uh... they might, if that actually doesn't happen, then I could see them teasing it earlier in the match a little bit, just to to play with people and and to get them riled up. Mm -hmm. Jericho likes to play with people and their emotions, so. Definitely. (laughs) Remember, he's a wizard. He's a wizard, after all. He's trying to pop in the Italian accent in there. Add Italian accent. (laughs) Okay, next. And now, what people are calling Ric Flair's Last match in knockoff, part two. Oh goodness! <laughs> Every, oh, everyone, yes. everyone knows where I'm going with this one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Tony Khan had to have his fun now. Okay, let's put two other guys against uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> but who do, who does everybody have? We're gonna start with Tina. <laughs> Um, oh, with that, Marie, sorry. It could go either way. Um, Darby really hasn't won anything. He hasn't really been prevalent in the minds of the fans for the past couple months. So this would be a good comeback thing for him. Um, but at the same time, Jay Lethal is on a roll, and you kind of don't want him to lose that either. So I, I really don't have a definite pick. I mean... Yeah. Um. You got you got anything, uh, Ryan? Yeah, I I'm sorry. I thought it was abrupt. Uh, who who do I think will win? Uh, it's a hard one, you know. But I I gotta go with. Darby Allen and Sting. It, it, you know, it, it's it's a good match. You, I think it'll be a great match. Darby Allen and Sting have proven that they can tag team with each other. You know, they put on some great matches with each other. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. You know, when's the last time they teamed, or have they ever teamed at all? Like, you, you this is the thing when you, you got to think about with these matches: tag team chemistry. 
is there any chemistry between the those two guys with Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett? Not as much as Sting and Darby Allen. Sting and Darby Allen have been battling their battles with other teams, have been coming out on top most of the time. You know, it's I think Sting and Darby Allen will win. Uh, will win tomorrow night, and maybe just maybe. You know, this could set up Darby Allen versus and Darby Allen Sting versus the acclaimed once again, because Darby Allen and Sting are definitely deserving of some tag team title shots. Definitely. And that would be a really good win for the acclaimed too in their title run. Definitely. I'm I'm thinking that they're gonna give it to. Uh... Jared, because as you said, that this is his only. Uh, someone said in the chat, this is his debut, kind of like his after his debut. So, why would you not like what Mima Mania said? Like, why would you not give it to Jericho? I mean, uh, Jeff Jarrett, because like he, not saying Sting's not legend, but Jeff Jarrett's just getting into AEW. Hey, what's going on, Thunderfeet? Um, this, I, I got, I got a. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, and then I think at the end of the match, I think Jarrett's going to hit another slit. He'd get another hit on his guitar and smash either Sting or Darby again. El Caban style. I th- I th- in my personal opinion, I think Sting and Darby are going to win this match. I think Jeff Jarrett's just an AEW, so they could do the Sting and Jeff Jarrett confrontation during that match and have that epic like three-second face-off. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my god, it's it's WCW all over again. You know? <laughs> That's when the moment when we need we need a what's the name from the office? Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> it's happening! All the old school fans are sitting at home. Mom, make the meatloaf. It's happening! It's happening! You got you gotta go with Sting and Darby Allen this one. Sounded like a seagull. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you look behind you, and all the seagulls have landed on the poles up by your house. You're like, Mom, seagulls. Yeah. Alma has uh, Darby and Sting for the win. So. We'll see. J- Double J might call Sting slap nuts. <laughs> it's it's is that a prediction or is that a happening? <laughs> it's a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Any other matches, Geekums? We got Britt Baker versus Soraya in just a basic singles match. This match could be match of the night. You know, could be a show stealer right here. I think. Look. Brick Baker's picture looks like she's about to bite her bite her tongue. None. <laughs> or she sees ice cream coming. The ice cream. It looks like she sees the Mr. Softy truck coming down the street with the picture. <laughs> she's hearing the theme song in, in the background. Like, that's what I look like. I'm in the city. I hear the Mr. Softy sound. <laughs> Just put a hat and the red glasses on, and that's me. Watch oh, Mr. Softy drive by my sister's house. Y'all are going to make me want ice cream. Oh, jeez. That's what we do after podcasts. We always go out for ice cream after the podcast. There you go. All of them 
It's a closed geek. What are you doing? You, you, you're stuck. You're knocking on the ice cream guy's door. Can you reopen for me? I'm not a geek. Oops. No, all, all the ice cream stores are open by me. Geek, geek's like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Let me 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 in. Thank you. Can I see your cash register for a second? Thank you. Alright, bye. He doesn't go for the ice cream, he goes for the moolah. I just grab all the ice cream, just put like every spoon, be like, let me sample. Like Garfield style, just like. Now, with, with this match with Soraya and Britt Baker, um, unlike the other one with, with um, Jeff Jarrett, I understand it's his debut and everything, but it's not like that he hasn't been around. So he, he can lose. This is Soraya's first match in five years. She's coming from what we thought was a career-ending injury. This is a big deal for her. This is a big deal for her fans. This is a big deal for her family. So I very much doubt her losing. And, you know, her first opponent being Britt Baker is very fitting. I think Britt's going to take good care of her. I'd be a little bit scared if it was anybody else right now, honestly. Mm. So, um, this, yeah, Soraya's going And you're, you're right. Um, like, make her lose, it's gonna be like that. That's like that makes them look bad, AEW, by making, making, uh, uh Ryan. Ryan with sorry, fans. is that breaking news? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just get breaking news for your guy in the corner? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, I, oh. Geek, your turn. <laughs> All right. But anyway, um, so I I think in my personal opinion, I think Soraya Soraya's gonna win this match because I feel that like like Marie said, it's her first match in like five years. You cannot have her lose her first match in five years, and like she's a she's probably one of AEW's biggest signings. Since that CM Punk guy. Oh God! And, I'm sorry. And, what did you say? Who? So we were not allowed to curse. We're not allowed to say that word. It's like we're I'm in sorry. The All right, hold on. Hold on. Say it again, geek. Uh, say Papa it again. Dank, Papa Dank just joined us at the end. Do we on. have a special guest. No. What's up? What's up, no. Ringside? Oh wait. No. Wrong, wrong podcast. No. <laughs> no. Have another friend. How's it going? No. Hi, Majestic Marie. Hello. I, were, were you guys ending it already? No, we we have two more matches. We still gotta go through. So. All right. Let's go. See, that's All another right. person you need to have on your show. That lovely lady. No, dang it, Mira's. Just dang it. That just me. Just dang it. You have to have her on your show as well. She knows a lot. Let's arrange it. There we go. See? Let's, let's set up a, uh, an interview date. Awesome. Yeah. I just had Phil on Sunday. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, oh man. Boy. He's funny. It's a, it was so Phil's, crazy. It was so Phil's crazy. funny. 
Marie, you need to, and I know you can do clips on your show. You know the episode when there's all that chaos and geeks background, and I said, and Phil said, what's that sound? And I go, Italian. <laughs> you need to make that clip for me. You need that clip. I need that clip from your episode. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, that's right. CM who? That's right. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to censor it. You can't say his name. It's. Yeah, like. Phil Joe, said. what are you, do Joe? What are you doing? I'm trying to censor. It's. You can't. You can't. The only person that can censor is me, Joe. I, I have the I'm power. Famous. I have it's... the power. What are you doing? I'm trying to censor myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! Everybody's walking out of the studio, out of the out of the audience area, and yeah. and getting selling back their posters they bought today. Are we getting ice cream bars? Wait, what happened backstage? Jeez! Oh. <laughs> they're all oh, they're all no. eating today. They're going over buying all the pop tickets. Jeez! There, there there goes the Spotify users. Oh, yeah, they're bye. All, they're, they're all some reason driving in the East Coast, slipping in the snow. <laughs> nice. The next match is Geekum. No, so we didn't say Papa. We didn't say the Papa Dank. What do you hit? What do you got, Papa Dank? In the so far, in all the matches we've showed so far, uh -huh. who do you have in your predictions? I don't know because I've been driving. I just literally just walked in my apartment. <laughs> okay, Geekum. Give him matches before we lose. We, 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 Give we, me the matches. We, we're up to uh, Soraya versus uh, Bert Baker. DMT. Yeah. No, Do I have. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say Soraya is gonna win just because it's her return match. Mm -hmm. Although I'm a Britt Baker mark. So. <laughs> You're a Britt Baker stan. <laughs> Shut up, solution. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna predict Soraya. Soraya. Absolutely. Who is next? <laughs> you alright, Ryan? No. I already said Soraya, so Okay. What did Joe say? I I said Soraya because it's her debut match and like Right. It's it's evidently gonna they're gonna give it to her because she hasn't been in a match for uh, in a long time and it'd be hard to make, not give her a win because she's been she was going through a lot and then she snacked situation and it just she deserves it like she was going through a lot of stuff stress and ugh. yeah of course Marie what what do you predict I said I said Soraya. 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 What did I say? Soraya? Oh, man. Yeah. I, I made her sound like she was from the hood. It's okay. <laughs> I grew up in CI. We have different ways of saying words. Talking about censorship, I guess we don't get the Eddie Kingston video from Peach and Powerbomb tonight. <laughs> no, there's no fight me button on uh, no. at ringside. No, Geek sorry. Geek's we, gonna... we, I got to steal the fight me button somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all off limits. You can have any of the other ones, but not that one. That, that one. She's, she's gonna she's gonna personally walk from 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 that side of the country all the way over to Long Island. She'll know because girls <laughs> what address <laughs> is she'll be in the door and be like, Oh, are you mod queen? Can I speak to geek? 
some girl's at the door for you, geek, and she looks mad. <laughs> she's like, you better get back my video. The hands are gonna. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be knocking on the door. Because my team's like, there's nobody at the door. <laughs> there's nobody at the door. There's nobody at the door. There's no. Shut up! There's nobody at the door. I'm right here. Look down. Oh, hi. I'm short too. I'll be like, can't you see her? She's standing right there. I'm like the dog in the window. There's someone at the door. What's the next uh, match? All right, we're up to the. Uh, Dang, the that's minute. not the mic. It's my mic. Shut up. That's not the mic that that's going through. But okay. Okay. We're up to the, we're up to the main event. The main event. We got John. Someone's dog likes me. We got John Moxley versus defending the title against MJF. Can I go first? Yes, you could go first. Can I go first? Yeah. Okay. So this one has been stumping people a lot. They're like, oh, I can't believe that MJF is, is turning face and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, y'all. He is getting you right where he wants you because he yes. is not turning face in a million years. What's What I think is going to happen is William Regal is going to turn on John Moxley. He's going to hand his, his brass knuckles to MJF instead. And MJF is going to get him and then win the title. That's the way I see it. William Regal is going to turn on the bullet pump the uh, Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Pool. Club, and then get him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good prediction. Mm -hmm. I, Joe? I'll geek, and then everybody else goes, and I'll go. All right. So I'm going to just say this. I think MJF is just working everybody, thinking that he left the firm. But I think this is all a ploy. I think he's still in the firm secretly. And the firm is going to help him win the AEW championship. Interesting. Oh, man. Everyone's joined late to the party now because welcome to the party from the No Chill with Phil podcast. It's Dante? Phil. Oh. <laughs> it's Phil. It's Phil, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> damn, it's the one and only No Chill with Phil, the honorary Peach. Oh my, yes. trying to build it. What the hell is up? I got Bay with me and my glasses on. <laughs> it's my beard brother from Chicago. No chill with you. Bro, man, you the only two that got beards, man. What, what am I missing, man? I, I can't even tell you how many people when I was at my sister's wedding, they're all like, oh my God, your beard is so nice. I'm like, this is fun. Pop, Pop, what you doing? Pop, you supposed to have a beard, baby. I know. When I was sick with COVID, I was growing it. And then I'm like, ah, I'll just shave it. Sorry I'm late to the party, y'all. You, you, you should have seen his beard when Brandon couldn't find him. Oh, I was like, over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm late to the party, man. Father duties calls as always. So it's okay. Dad, daddy's daddy's job is never done, Mr. Phil. Daddy's job. It, it isn't, bro. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. I see we got Ryan in the building. We got Pop in the building. We have the amazing, majestic Marie. What's up? What's up, dudes? 
at Wrestling Ringside Podcast. What's going on, y'all? What's up? Doing our funness. You know, we had a really cool interview yesterday for with a wrestler that has been in the business for 30 years, Mike Mars from ISPW. It was wow. an interesting interview. He had a lot to say, and he... He could have said more, but we were like, let's don't get yourself. And you told us something before the show. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't say that during the podcast. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. Man, told us on the phone. I was like, Man, So this is the appreciation show. Yes. Yeah. This is the yeah. fun. Yeah. It's kind of like our friends giving without being the friend. And technically, Geek, this could be our friends giving. No. Yeah. Well, can I, can I get my appreciations real quick? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, everyone watching at home, I have to give an amazing, amazing, amazing appreciation to dudes at Ringside Wrestling Podcast. I got to give it up to y'all. Mm-hmm. I got to give it up to my bro. Because had it not been for you guys, I would have not been able to meet so many other amazing people that I may not have ever been able to connect with. It all started with a spark from Metal Geek and Joe Path of the Third to be able to have this amazing network of wrestling love. Yeah. The love we have for the business. Mm-hmm. And from YouTube, amazing, amazing, amazing gentlemen. Did I say amazing? Yeah. One more time. I didn't hear amazing. you. Amazing. I gotta go book your team. Amazing. 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 Dudes <laughs> at Ringside Wrestling Podcast. I was able to meet Ryan Dust. A gentleman. Turn on, dude. Yeah, man. The Wrestling so. Show Podcast. I was able to meet someone as cool. It's Ryan I was able to connect with my sisters from another mister. I can't really say. <laughs> Peaches and power bombs all the way out in the A. Set out ATL. And 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 her partner in crime. I'm not sure where she's at, but to be able to meet these amazing female individuals and also hit me with a female perspective of just the a more feminine perspective a female perspective of wrestling how things are going this that and others so on so forth truly appreciate it to me my father <laughs> on the east coast Papa Day. And me and Pop, me and Pop just had an amazing interview. And I gotta tell y'all, Pop is just as nasty as me. <laughs> that Pop, interview was funny. Pop, that I interview. don't know how many kids you have that you know of, but Pop, oh, Pop, Pop probably got as many kids as Nick Cannon, just like me. We 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 out there. We out there. We, we, don't you don't we need like a Bori video nah. uh, like a thing? <laughs> Like a sound wave right there. Hey, you, could be. You could are be. the father. Could be. Pop that glasses. I wear glasses. Who knows? I don't know. I don't. I. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, but fails to meet 
all of these amazing individuals. Hey, shout out B, man. Shout out B. What up, bro? <laughs> to be able to meet all these amazing individuals that share the same passion, that are just as awesome, if not more awesome, that have blessed my life. Truly, I consider each and every last one of y'all a friend. I love each and every last one of y'all. And, and you know what? I, I I know I came in late. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. But me and Pop shared a video. I shared the same video with dudes at Ringside Wrestling. A video of Ric Flair. Yes. Where, where he stripped in the middle of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> All the way down his body. That's me. That is me. That is that is me. When I get enough of this, woo! That is me. Oh when God! I get around, oh, when I get around, oh, my brothers oh, and my oh, sisters. Hello, oh, goddamn! I got. Oh, God. we're, at, we're, we're at a wrestling big wrestling show, and and he's just the go to town, and we're like, okay, this is when I gotta I go. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> around my peeps. I gotta go nuts. <laughs> All that come off. Oh. No, I'm not gonna take my sweats off. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but to be able to share the mic with so many amazing, talented individuals, woo, is all I can say. <laughs> Rusey, guys, I love you all. Thank, Thank you. God. Thank you. You sure that's not the apple juice? You just forgot to give it to your son. <laughs> so, strong so, so Phil, we're talking about um the AEW World Title match on Full Gear, and I predicted that of course MJF is going to win, but I think that William Regal is going to turn on John Moxley and be in MJF's corner. And that's gonna because they're, they're teasing this face turn with MJF, and I think it's a big ruse. So that's what I think. And Geek said that he thinks that MJF is still secretly working with the firm. So what do you think? Mm. I can see that. I can see the turn with William Regal. I, uh, uh, I don't know. Only reason why I don't know is because MJF was so white hot and then he turned around and tried to save Moxley a couple weeks ago and then got smashed. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm interested to see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't see William Regal turning. I can see that. William Regal, you can't trust that guy. He's no. no. Ask any wrestler back in WCW when he was that mean William Regal with that cool jacket. No. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, MJF is claiming he's the devil. Right. Then if he's so. the devil, why did he try to be an angel to save my? A dark angel, you know? And that, uh, it, it's too many contradicting factors there that I don't think would necessarily pan out. 
Well, if he's if he's trying to throw Moxley off of his game and put this front out there and trying to drag the, you know, try to throw the crowd, hit the audience off of what he's actually up to because he, he is the rat king after all. <laughs> uh, that is true. He did this with he he's done this plenty of times. He's done it with the with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he did it with Cody. He, I, I, but I think it'll be too. I, I think it's too obvious. He did it with Chris Jericho. Yeah, he did it with Jericho. He did it. With, I just think it's too obvious because how long has AEW been out? Four or five years. Mm-hmm. You've been there. He started. Oh, three years. So he's done it twice in three years. It's too obvious. That's just my. That's just me. It's too obvious. I could see him doing that. I just think how it pans out. If that ends up happening, where he came to save Moxley was too cookie cutter. Hmm. You know. So, do you think that he's turning face then? MJF is so over right now. It doesn't matter whether he's face or heel. Yeah, I I agree with that part. He should not. He should not turn face. He should never turn face. He needs to stay heel. You look at some of the greats that were heel. And then kind of babyface, but they only became babyface because the fans loved them so much. Stone Cold, Rock, Orton. Yeah. He doesn't need to do that. No. I don't want to see a heel MJF turn into a heel MJF John Cena. I don't want that. I don't want him to be the good guy. I need him to be the prick, the jerk, the know-it-all. If you're going to claim to be the devil, I need to see some devil men. Right, right. And at this moment in the in, with the title and everything, I'm going to say this and then I'll be quiet and let and, and let um, the the others speak because they've just been sitting there patiently waiting their turn. Anyway, um, the title has been on baby faces for a, a little over a year now. So it really we really need a good heel champion right now hold on to it for a little while and then let the babies chase you that's where the money is there's not a whole lot of money i mean the 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 big moment is a lot of money but when they're on a baby face run it's a little bit more not as interesting because we want to watch the good guy get you know get there get at the guy and let let that bad guy you know finally get his right so that that's where the money is is in the chase so they need a, they need the title on a really big main event heel. And right now, MJF is really it as far as a main event heel. They don't really have one other than him yes, in that is. position. No, they I mean, don't. Jericho, yeah, but I'm so tired of Jericho right now. I'm so. Yeah. Is, is Jericho really considered uh, a heel? He's I mean, doing too much. He's doing, doing too much right now. He's, he's playing to the crowd. He's playing to the crowd. He's like saying, I'm the wizard, I'm the Ocho, I'm this. 
on that. He's getting on my nerves right now is what's happening. So, he's like, and not I'm, in a good way, and not in the good way. Is it, I guess, he's a little frustrating for you? Like, he does, he's doing too much? Dude, yeah, I can see that with Jericho. Even again, like I was saying earlier, to my point earlier, when you look at Orton, when you look at Stone Cold, when you look at Rock, Jericho's another name that fits in that category. Triple H, a lot of others. With what he's doing now, okay, you won the Ring of Honor belt. Okay, the eighth world title. All right, great. Okay, fine, whatever. Now what? We've already kind of seen you as an AEW champ. Okay, great. All right. That, that was cool. All right. Do commentary for a while. Do something. Because unfortunately, with what they're doing with Ring of Honor, not much. I hate to be the guy to say it, but they're not doing much with it. Push it forward. Have him go against Jay Lethal. Have Jericho lose the belt. Put him on commentary. Have him do that for a while. That's cool. But like Marie was saying, it's kind of like, yeah, mm, yeah, oh, 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 Derek will get, oh, okay, all right, great. It's, this match is going to be a re, you know, this is a match that happened two years ago. Moxley versus MJF. Where in the end Moxley won, but he only won because he used a banned move. If you don't remember in that match, the paradigm shift was banned, and he used the paradigm shift behind the referee's back, and MJF lost because of that. The paradigm shift is not banned in this match, however. Can Moxley retain is the real question. He has that paradigm shift, but this is not 2020. This is 2022. This is not MJF in 2020. This is MJF in 2022. You saw what happened earlier this year. He went on national television and cursed out Tony Khan. Tony did not have to let, let him back, but he did. And MGF has one goal, and that is to get the AEW World Championship. This is in 2020, where, you know, he has been in the company for a little bit of time. No problems. He's, you know, he, he you know, he, he's basically aiming for the AEW Championship. Now, he's back better than ever. He wants the AEW World Championship. He knows he's not going to make the same mistake as he did in 2020. And especially if the firm is on his side or not, he knows he's, this is his second chance. And heck, if he, this might be his last chance if he is, you know, goes to the other side in 2024. So, who will win this match? John Moxley or MJF? Two people who have a history with each other. Two people that will go back and forth. Two people that will do whatever it takes to win. So, at the end of the night, we might hear, Here is your winner. And this, and this is, is my, my opinion. opinion. 
the winner of this match will be. You you will hear this at the end of the night. Here is your winner. And new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. New new everybody. Gross. MJF. Reed, did you hear him say snoo? I heard him say snoo. MJF will win this match. And no, I did not say snoo. I said he wants new. to make snoo snoo with you. Guess no, you because you know, because I was making you think I said still, but no, I, I heard said new. I he heard snoo. Wants to make snoo snoo with us? I'm no. I'm from him. I don't I know. S- you know what I was trying to do. <laughs> MJF. MJF will win this match. I think. He will represent Long Island proud. I'm sorry, Joe, that you live in New Jersey. Jersey, <laughs> my roots are so deep into Long Island. They they're so they're so old. You're you're they you're too young to even get near them. So they may mm. they may snap their fingers and evaporate you, dude. Yeah, ready. but you're not here now. You're in New Jersey. I, you either MJF is going to represent me. He's going to represent Papa Dank. He's going to represent Metal Geek. I don't know. I know Phil lives in Chicago. Marie, I don't know where you live. Eight town down, Atlanta. Town, Atlanta. So he's gonna represent Dank, me, and Geek Strong. He's gonna represent Long Island Strong. He knows what he needs to do, and he's going to win this match once and for all. I still heard Snoop. Okay, we get it. And also, and also, Brandon, I saw your little comment in the chat. How's your knee? Oh, Ooh, that's a burn. Oh, jeez. Oh, and I also got this John Moxley AEW card. It's really cool. Nice. I felt that. Did you feel that cold chill? Bye. Yeah, Ooh, that's why I put my hoodie on. My my dudes at ringside hoodie. Might I add? Yes. Nice. Pop, what you think, Pop? You you off of quiet, Pop? What you think? Yeah. I just got off of a long shift, running around all day, so I'm a little out of it with no sleep. But oh, I'm gonna go with Marie's prediction with the Regal thing, because they kind of been hinting towards that for a, a little bit with uh, MJF and the WWE thing, and I think he's also he's also gonna give him the brass knucks for the win. And turn on his own Blackpool Combat Club. And it, it, if you think about Regal's first promo when he came right after Revolution, he gets in the ring and he's with both Moxley and Danielson. And he goes on and on about how his relationship with Danielson and training him up and all this other kind of things and just going on about how great he is and stuff. And then he turns around and he goes, oh, Moxley, you're here too. And that's it. So that just those little nuggets just got me thinking, and I'm just like, okay. He did. storytelling. Yeah. That he did. He very well did. Yep. Dude. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with MJF for the win with Regal's help. <laughs> I just, I don't want it to be. AEW has a knack for blowing big moments. They do. They do. Time and time again. 
too much. They do. And and like Marie, like I I don't want no smoke, Marie. I'm an honorary peach. I love you. When Eddie and Moxley were beefing and how like they blew that ending, like with the pot, like that was whack. Like the uh, worst. Come on, y'all. <laughs> come on, y'all. Like <laughs> let's not do this. I wouldn't want it to be where they screw over Moxley, but they choke in the process to where everyone's kind of like, really? That's what we're doing tonight? That, that's just it for me. I like Mox. I'm kind of bored with him. I am. I, I think Mox is a hell of a worker, a, 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 an amazing talent, a dog. He he can go with the best. I'm kind of bored with him. I want to see MJF. If they put the belt on MJF, though, please don't do the terrible Britt Baker run with him, though. <laughs> if he's going to be the devil, yo, like, you need to be hell on wheels, bats out of hell, we need to have the old JR doing comic. God damn it! Oh, we need that. If you're going to miss the tail out. Exactly. That's why I love you, sis. If they put the belt on him and he's claiming to be the devil, you got to pull out all stops. <laughs> have him burning Jerk, have him burning JR, and JR's on fire at the table. Something. I'm a no. Yo, y'all y'all are gonna have to do something to keep us hooked because AEW also has a bad knack of putting the belt on people and then it's kinda like, oh yay, great and like Thunder Rosa. So now we know who won the lot <laughs> won the big lottery. Last week, look at uh, Ryan got his new uh, new house. Yeah, sorry Ooh. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think MJF is going to be just fine because he's he's very talented, and I think he has a good direction of where he wants to go. Um, and he has a very unique ability of not letting things tamper him. Like that year feud with Jericho, anybody else that would have killed them, uh-huh. and it didn't. It it kept him going so i think he'll be okay i did um i did a a little funny um story video on mjf a couple months ago and it was called the rat who wanted to be king and i read his his um his aw story like it was a children's storybook and basically he's a rat but when he comes to the surface, he, he's pretending to be a mouse. So he tucks his little rat ears and he tucks his little rat tail. And he'll give you a glimpse every now and then that he's really a rat. But, you know, that's what needs to happen. When he gets that title, he's going to go full rat again on everyone and show that he's, he's the rat king. So that's what they need to do. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. All going to happen. All right, there's one match that we skipped over, Geek. That was the women's match, the women's title match. That's, what? Tony I, I, and Jamie Hayter. 
Didn't I have that? I, I thought I, I, we said that one. Didn't we say that one? We did Soraya and we did the uh, TBS title match. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, who does everybody have? We'll start with Marie. Um, I really think that they should... Jamie Hayter has really gotten over on her own. Uh, the fans really seem to like her. I would I would do her, and then if you have her win, and she's winning the title, and then Soraya loses... I mean, Burt Baker loses her match. Like, you know, Jamie Hayter is supposed to be on team Britt Baker. Like, Britt Baker is supposed to be the leader of their little group, right? But if Jamie is the one who wins her match and she has the women's title, that could cause a really interesting rift between her and Britt Baker. So that's what I would do. Definitely. That's that's kind of like a that's kind of like a Sammy Guevara Chris Jericho thing if they were to do that. And it would throw some interest into around the world the women's world title because people really don't care about that title right now, and I really think that they need to spark that interest back. They definitely do. Agree, 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 agree. It, it's sad because there's a lot of belts that like they're not giving the like the the, the, the cloud it deserves because there's certain belts that a lot of the AEW fans are really not giving its due. Like that belt right there, you just said, Marie. Like it's hard. Is there's two women's belts in that 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 show, and a lot of them focus on the main women's belt and not the other belt. It's like either or, people choose what belt you want to keep. I think maybe they should do that. If if they decided to get rid of one title, which belt would you get rid of? The women's belt that they're really giving a lot of focus on, and then there's the TBS title that they kind of used as like the backup title but but it's see, hard i don't think it, they should get rid it, of the belt it feels like so the main either. title though with jade having it that's a, that's a, that's the one thing i never yeah. understood that's a, it's like why do they have two women's titles when tony khan doesn't clearly care about about what's going on in that division you know what i mean it, you're, you're right. That is obvious. Okay, so help me out here, you guys. So when Thunder Rosa beat Britt Baker, y'all remember that Thund uh, Britt Baker had the small women's champion. Small. Yeah. Then next thing you know, out of nowhere, it was the new belt. It wasn't announced, at least to my knowledge. It wasn't announced. It wasn't unveiling. It wasn't anything special. It was just like a switcheroo. Do something with the women's division because you have some amazing female talent that, in my opinion, could carry the company just as well, if not better, than some of the men. Some of these matches from the men, I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. I I just am. I, I that's just my personal opinion. Some people may say I'm as wrong as you like choose. When you have talent like the women's division of AEW, do something with them. Do something with them. 
There he is. Yes. <laughs> Take this bag upstairs for me and don't you drink in it. All right. It, it's not apple juice. It's not apple juice. It smells like apple juice, but it's not. <laughs> if he comes I back just, around the corner all like, yeah. <laughs> Marie was my favorite, you know. Be like, no. Yeah, knowing him, he, yeah. And I can hear him too. That's why I got my ear out for it. But it's, it's, sound it. it's a lot of. I, Pop, I said this. I was, I was supposed to do an interview with Pop the other day. Sunday. Sunday. I think Tony Khan was so busy snatching up everybody when WWE let so many people go. He was so busy snatching up everybody and buying other companies that now the pool's too big and you're not focused on everybody that you snatched up. What if they don't want to say they don't want to say they don't want to say that? What a say Nothing. 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 Buried her. Squashed her. Uh, you, you look at some of the other talent. I'm willing to step out on a limb here to just say kind of Nyla Rose and Vicky just kind of stepped out on a limb and was like, hey, we're going to do this and we don't care if you like it or not, Tony. Yeah. Because Nyla Rose, a force to be reckoned with. What were they doing with her? Nothing. 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 Statlander. What are they doing with her? Nothing. Nothing. She's injured right now. Yeah, she's injured. Prior to her injury, what were they doing with her? Nothing. They were like changing her character. I know that, but yeah, really nothing. That's why I think when she comes back, I think they're gonna build her up as this huge, huge. I mean, it, it, it it needs to make sense. I've said this before. I've been blessed to be on everybody's platform so far, with the exception of Ryan. Ryan, we got to get some work done, bro. <laughs> AEW has amazing talent. They have crappy writers. Yeah. Make these stories make sense. Make it make sense. That's it. That's all. No more. No less. Make I it. I think make the sense. problem is, is that there's no one telling them no. I'm all for creative freedom and having the ability to breathe and create. But at the same time, there are good things and there are bad things, and they need to have a system where they have it set up where they're like, I don't think that's a good idea. Let's go back to the drawing board on on this. You know, things like that. The thing about to do whatever they want. The thing about this man right here is that he doesn't treat people like a boss. He treats people like a friend. You don't treat people like a friend when you are the boss. Because if you p- treat people like a friend, they're not going to take you seriously. When they not take you seriously, sh- stuff like what happened with this with this man will happen backstage. This, a- this AEW company is really not getting on my nerves. It concerns me. Like, like these two guys, and I'll get them off the screen now. I don't want them on the screen anymore. These two guys that they were here, you know, Tony Khan, you, 
you wonder why WWE is beating AEW in the ratings, right? You gotta wonder why. The reason is simple. Triple H and even Vince, they treated everybody like a boss. They treat people, Triple H, he, you, you can tell he's nice, you can tell, you know, he, but he knows what's best for business, and what's best for business, and he's been saying it the whole time, what's best for business is treating people like a boss, not a friend. You treat people like a friend, they're not going to take you seriously, and when they're like, why am I, and also, how many signings is Tony Khan going to sign? You're getting to the point where Tony Khan is signing too much people that people who should be on the card are not getting on the card. And then they complain on Twitter and Tony Khan's like, well, why am I, well, why are they complaining? Like, you got superstars like Kip Sabian. You got superstars, you know, you just have Bandito. I think he's just got signed. He's the latest signee. But you got people like Ember Moon, who's now Athena. She comes to AAW. Where is she on AEW Dark? It's ridiculous. I'm going on a rant here, and I'm sorry about that. But this is just getting ridiculous. I'm afraid that Soraya is going to get the same treatment. What, what MJF has been saying is kind of right and kind of wrong. If, you, if he was an ex-WWE guy, wouldn't he be treated good? John Moxley, Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli... You know, all these guys, ex-WWE, you got guys like Kip Sabian, uh, who else, Jay Lethal. Christian. Christian Big was Show. a, Christian Big Show was ex-WWE, but, but Mark Henry even. You know, you got these ex-WWE guys that are getting the special treatment. You got, you know, you got Tony Khan hugging them. Hugging Keith Lee, hugging CM Punk, hugging Chris Jericho. Samoa hugging Joe. Samoa Joe. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Tony Khan, listen to me. I know you're probably not watching, but you got to listen to the AEW fans. Please, please treat people like you're a boss. You are the boss. Okay? You are not anybody's friend. When you are in that business chair, when you are, when you are in that chair on AEW directing the show, you are the boss. You don't go to press conferences and hug everybody. What you gotta, what you gotta do, is you gotta sit down in your chair, and think what is best for business. Cause so far, what you're doing is not best for business. And this is why you have people like MJF saying, in 2024, I will go to WWE. And I don't think that's character. I think that's real. Because the way Triple H, ever since he was in charge, you've seen people come back. How many superstars have come back to WWE? I can name probably at least 10. A lot. <laughs> it's, and, you, and you wonder why. They could have gone to AEW. Why are they not going to AEW? Tony Khan and poor creative. That's why. It's it's ridiculous. I'm hoping it all out after all out something changes cuz it can't keep being the same product. You this is why I say MJF should win. 
You can't keep having John Moxley. As much as I like John Moxley, you gotta get the championship off John Moxley. Have some new feuds with people. Because if you have a feud with John Moxley and Kip Sabian, who's gonna win that? Most people will say John Moxley. You have people, even Sammy Guevara. You know, he's been TNT champion, but he's not been in the spotlight. And he's a good ass wrestler, I will admit. I'm not a fan of his in IRL, but as a wrestler, he's good as anything. You got people like Pac. You know, he's getting Atlantic Championship, yes. But, you know, he should be a little bit at the top. A little bit. I know he's an ex-WWE guy, but he proves in the ring. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I go on with a... When I go on a rant, I go on for a while. I was about to let you borrow my fight me button, because... Yeah, it's... <laughs> this is... Literally, example. Eddie Kingston. Where's he... Where's he been? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Why is he not getting a shot? Why is he why is he not getting a shot? Like it, it's even like even like Jungle Boy, he should be getting at least maybe a maybe a tiny bit of a shot. Jack Perry, yeah. Luke Source. Whoever wins that steel cage match should go after the TNT championship or the AEW World Championship. Because also here's the other thing. If MJF wins, who's a good opponent for him? Jungle who just who? What? Jungle Boy. Not Jungle Boy. Who has been dominating? Who's the TNT champion right now? Wardlow. Wardlow. You could put the championship on Wardlow. Also, with Tony Khan, how do you not know MJF will do a CM Punk and bring the championship away? But this time to the other side, you don't know that. MJF can do whatever he wants. That, and that's a little and that's a little scary. That's why he calls himself the devil, not because, you know, he's the, he's the devil. It's because what he does is scary. What he says is scary. You you've seen the stuff he's said. You've seen the stuff he's done. He said some some really effed up stuff. It's it's ridiculous. So I'm so as I end my rant, finally, Tony Khan, I beg, please, please, change something. He sees you watching the show, you know. What? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just please change something, because if you keep the same product, you're gonna lose in the ratings. That's all. Like this page. Yeah. I was like, just uh, I was just about to say I'm like we we should just uh, it should this should have been on peaches and power bombs cuz at least we would have had the fight me button over there. Yeah. <laughs> when I, when I said this was going to be today I was like cool we're going to be on peaches and power bombs again I bragged to my mom she was so excited for me. When, when I when I talk a lot it usually means I I literally woke up at 6 a.m. this morning. I've been awake since I've had so much school today, so if you've seen me yawning earlier and uh, losing concentration, I apologize. He, he's he's lying, Marie. He was just so excited to meet one of the peaches and power bombs, one of the coolest yeah, podcasts was, in the podcast yeah. world. I mean, and you know, he's going to cool. all these awesome people right here and here. He's like, oh my god, I'm going to hang out with Marie Papadang. And no chill with Phil and Joe and Geek. I got it. I got up. I got up at six a.m. 
I hang, <laughs> I hang out with Dank every week. He, does. he rolled his eyes when he said, I gotta hang out with Dank, but Mucho and Marie? Oh my god. <laughs> He's in the Dank squad. Uh, well, am I in the Dank squad? I mean, yes. what even even though what happened with your son? Wait till you see the Christmas special. Oh, geez. okay. Oh, a a Dank Squad Christmas. Dank Squad Quish. Christmas. Christmas. It's coming. Marie or, or uh, Philip, is it snowing in your area yet, or is it not yet? You trying to be funny, bro? <laughs> I don't know. It's been snowing like hell all damn day. Yep. Whoa. We got snow here too. I hear the clinkles against the window right now by me. Annoying. Yeah, it's been snowing all day. I had to cover up the grill. I had to do everything outside to make sure. Yeah, man. My dad still said, Papa Panther still said, I was like, oh, it's going to be nasty. My dad's like, no, 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 no. You're still going to work. And I'm like, I get it, boys. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Yep. I work in a small grocery store. If there's no truck, we just will be walking around like do 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 do. At least your all's weather makes makes up its mind. Ours down here doesn't know what it's doing. It was oh, 72 yeah. degrees four days ago, and now it's been in like the really low 50s, high 40s, which I know is like summertime to y'all, but to us it's cold. It, it drops, but when it drops like that drastically. I'm like, I can't deal with this. And then in a few days, it's going to be back up to like 65. And I'm like, can you make up your mind what you're doing? <laughs> Mother Nature doesn't know what she's doing. I think she got a headache. <laughs> no. She's like, she's on the couch with the Dr. Pepper. What do I drink today? I'm so tired. Dr. Pepper, yeah. Yeah. Dirty. She got a dirty doctor. They give her a dirty doctor instead of a Dr. Pepper. No, that's, actually, basic- that's actually a drink, actually. I know. When I finally come back to Long Island, I'm gonna ask uh, Mod Mama to make me a dirty, di- dirty doctor. Is it like a Bill Cosby? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys tried a Bill Cosby? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. 39 years old. Of course, I know. I know uh, Bill Cosby. Ro ro. No, oh, he, he said. Have you had a Bill Cosby? Oh no. Oh, I thought you meant the person. I'm like, no, oh, okay. no, it's a drink called the Pill Cosby. Mm, no, I think it, it's. I'm, it's, scared it's scared uh, I'm scared to try that one. <laughs> I may black out after one zip of it. it may find me in the alley dead. <laughs> I know it's it's vodka, cognac, Bacardi, Malibu. With a perk, Percocet, a lithium, and a molly. Oh my god. That's like, you'll be carrying me out of the bar. Geek is no, totally on shoulder. Like, Joe, gotta no, go. thank you. I want no parts of that. Hey, I'll be doing this. All she'll hear is, she'll be like, nope. You bring Joe back to the room, geek. He's drunk. I'm not drunk. I could do it. And I just fall up face first. <laughs> not Side doing it. Nope. Nope. I'll be the one walking out of the bar uh, halfway right, to right. the car and the alarm will go off. Woo! All right. All right. 
Where, where, where could uh, where could people find you, uh, Marie? Exactly. Okay, so we over at Peaches and Power Bombs on Facebook and YouTube, and we're about to launch our our Twitch to wow. after the first of the year. So hopefully that'll that'll go well. Um, I also after the first of the year, I'm going to be launching my own YouTube page. It'll be called Wrestle. It'll be called Wrestle Tales, and I'm going to like what I said. Um, do a wrestling storyline once a month and read it in a children's bedtime story manner. So check that out after the first of the year as well. That's dope. I, I also it. have another. Congrats, Thank you. That's badass. Congrats. You can also find me on the Real Wrestling Community Facebook page. I have a podcast on there on Wednesdays and Fridays, and we uh, preview AEW Dynamite, SmackDown, and Rampage. Hey. Ooh. Okay. Bill. Awesome. Bill. Me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, shouldn't we have Bill go last because he has his coolest intro ever? Oh yeah, he has the coolest <laughs> intro. Yeah, we'll have him low last, dude. Yeah. He had the coolest intro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You have the coolest intro ever. Come on, man. You know you like the ball. <laughs> Save the best for last. <laughs> I'm next. All right. Uh you can follow me on Papa Dank on YouTube as well as Facebook. You can follow Beyond the Barricade Podcast on Twitch, and I got the Delta House interview coming up with uh, Dante Drago, Jay Macias, and Nick Nobles. We're going to have the first ever before and after party. Oh, wow. And it's going to be epic. Ooh. And then we got the Christmas special coming up in December, the Adank Squad Christmas. <laughs> and in between there, I don't know. We're going to be doing more lives. Hopefully, we'll get Marie on there between now and the end of the year. Maybe Ryan Dust. What? As he's waking up. and I'm not I waking up. I, the thing, I, no, because I kept thinking in my head, because you said the Delta House, even though the other day we were just talking about it's just Delta, Delta House. Delta House. <laughs> he's just waking up from his rant. Jeez, boy. I thought, Sorry, I, thought I, was... I heard the moms when I was a greeter rant more. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so there will be more lives sometime between now and December. Working on it. Ryan, where, where can people find you? You can find me on social media. Nah, okay. <laughs> okay. No, you can find I me. I was going to say you can find me at my house. <laughs> you, can, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Ryan Dust. That's where I host. Oh, my God. I th her phone, I thought that was a bug for a second. Because your phone is right above my head, so I thought there was a bug, like a huge bug flying over my head for a second. <laughs> I got so scared for a second. I was like, oh. <laughs> you should see my face. I was like, oh. But are, are you sipping what Phil's sipping over there, Ryan? No. He's drinking a. I drink. I drink. Uh, I drink. Um, I drink. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. It's where I host uh, Dusting Out the Ropes. Don't know who's going to be on next, uh, but if you want to know who's going to be on next, you can tune in on my Instagram where I have, where I post, I don't even know what I post on Instagram anymore. It's some random stuff each week, but it, you can check my stories to find out who's going to be on next. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I don't, I rarely use Twitter, so don't expect that much. I, the only thing is if you don't have YouTube, that's where I also host a podcast on Twitter. Uh, 
Yeah, that pretty much that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So before uh, Phil makes his big announcement, we got a big announcement, Joe. Right? Uh, dudes at Ringside. Dudes at Ringside got a big announcement to make. Actually, while well, we got our all our friends here right now, that we are actually going to be guest for the first time ever. We're going to be guest commentary on the second episode of Savage Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. So, it's... yeah, so, so Bro, make sure you, you follow Savage. You know Savage. they're a great promotion. Can explain to the, the our a friendly family Thanksgiving right now who yeah. Savage Pro Wrestling is. Yeah, yeah. Savage Pro Wrestling is a newer indie promotion that's in London, England. They have a not rare... London. Well, yeah, London. Yeah, they're from London, England. They're very they're very new indie promotion they have a lot of awesome wrestlers um some are familiar with our podcast some we don't really know of we've seen pictures but their roster is very good and they have a youtube channel you should uh, subscribe to the channel savage pro wrestling um there's some wrestlers that you you all should definitely get on your shows like luna tricks uh marie and uh and your buddy over there should definitely try to hit up Luna Tricks. She's an awesome female wrestler. She she wrestles men and women, and that woman right there, she goes to a promotion. It's that like she doesn't get hand the belt, but she deserves every championship. There. She has three belts right now. Three belts. Three belts. Yeah, that woman has three title belts. Three, three yeah. titles. So I know if she came to America, that she'd be like Danny Mo with both arms with, with title belts on them. Like, she goes there now. Like she's a belt collector now. But yeah, <laughs> please please follow Savage Pro Wrestling. You know they're they're an awesome new promotion. Me and Joe are so proud that we and we want to thank Savage Pro Wrestling for the opportunity to be guest commentary on their show. I mean, yeah. you know, so thank you so much, Savage, for the opportunity. We appreciate me and Joe appreciate it. So, Joe. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, y'all. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. That's badass. Mm-hmm. And, and Phil could take it off. Right there. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, pardon me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Phil Meyer Sr., a.k.a. Cat Knox, the great one, also known as No Chip with Phil. The voice of violence for all heel wrestling, the practicing polygamist, the child support slayer. I am here with the amazing group of wrestling podcasts that are bar none under God. I have to give a huge shout out. Follow Ryan Dust on YouTube and all social media platforms, except for Twitter because he doesn't use it. Follow <laughs> Beyond the Barricade podcast on any and all social media platforms. The amazing, sweet group of peaches all the way. And the ATL. Follow Peaches and Power Bombs, where I happen to be an honorary peach. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can see the bright. All social media platforms. Follow dudes at Ringside Wrestling on IG, Facebook, and wherever you follow your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 
No Chill with Phil. Be sure to follow me on any and all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, uh, 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 Black Planet Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, where I have just created a new page on Christian Mingle called Deacon Them Down. Farmers Only. Farmers Only, wherever you catch your podcast. Shout out to Hot Take Wrestling. Shout out to All Hill Wrestling Podcast. Shout out to all of the above, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you and good night. And we will catch you in the next one.